0: This is Line Dance Podcast. I'm Christopher Gonzalez. Hello and welcome to Line Dance Podcast on Move Radio. This is Christopher Gonzalez with...
1: Megan (laughs) Barcelona. Sorry.
0: And and we have lots of articles to chat with you about today that are relevant to our current life and times. Um, Megan, would you like to share what... uh, what events transpired last night at Stony's Rock and Rodeo?
1: Um, well, we had a great night start off. Um, on our way there, unfortunately, our uh, friend, who is also the instructor at Stoney's, was sick. And so she asked us very, very nicely and gave us a great opportunity to actually teach in her, in her stead. Um, and so the night started off pretty well <clears throat> We got to teach We had um, a bunch of friends from Sonoma State Line Dance Club show up We had some friends from the local area show up So it was a great night They had a lot of great requests going um, We got to do some fun ones that It's been a while Like, for instance, The Beast That one, uh, that one was a lot of fun
0: Classic rub Fowler right there
1: yeah. And then we got to do, you know, a lot of other dances. And um, then they called out moves like Jagger. and Ellis. Yeah. And I've been doing this dance for uh, quite some time now. A few years at least. So I get out there. I don't think I've ever actually sat out of this dance, in fact. Um, and about halfway through the Dance. I stepped down on my left leg somewhere and felt a pop in the back of my calf. Now, I'm uh, rather accident prone to begin with, and sometimes things just happen, and so, like, if you keep going, you don't notice it. It's just, it was one of those weird sensations. Oh, this was not the case this time. (laughs) Um... After I finished that one wall transition and went to start the next wall, it just... My leg hurt too much to take any weight, so I uh, hobbled myself off the dance floor. And unfortunately from there, um, the muscle only got worse. Yeah. Yeah. Um, After doing a little bit of research, it looks like I uh, tore my calf muscle to a certain degree. Um... So I'm gonna be staying off of it for the next couple days, resting it, icing it, elevating it, all those fun things. Um, And then depending on how it feels over the next couple days, I will be making a doctor's appointment. Mm
0: -hmm. So yay, Yay.
1: dance injuries.
0: And that's what we'll be talking about today as I pull up the first of our many articles from the internet. All right. Yeah, well, let's see if we can share real estate with our uh, Move Radio software here. Okay, dokie. First article that we're going to be looking at is from DanceSpirit.com. And, um, this article was written by Jenny Dalzell and published in 2014. And it is titled, Top 10 Injury prevention tips how nice it would have been to have had all these tips at our finger tips before you <laughs> hurt yourself
1: That would have been last nice. night
0: yep okay not that it
1: would have stopped me
0: oh no i'm sure it wouldn't have okay uh-huh. let me read the little intro paragraph here <clears throat> i'm gonna get my radio voice on as well do you ever wonder if you are getting enough calcium what about enough sleep Did you know it's possible to overstretch your legs to the point of injury? Those were just a few of the topics addressed at last night's Injury Prevention Workshop, part of the Complete Dancer Series at the School of Steps in New York City. During the event, we heard from a professor of orthopedic surgery, a representative from the Harkness Center for Dance Injuries, a Pilates instructor, and New York City ballet principal Sarah Mearns about what dancers can do to prevent injuries and enjoy long, strong, and healthy careers. Dance spirit was there to get the low down. First bullet point. Women <clears throat> accrue more than half of their skeletal mass during puberty. What does this mean? We need to... In- we need to increase uh, our no. calcium intake. <laughs> they said we, we need to increase our calcium intake as much as possible since it can help prevent stress stress fractures now and osteoporosis later. We also need lots of protein. Now this doesn't mean you need to scarf down a hamburger and seven glasses of milk with dinner each night. Green leafy veggies are a better source of calcium than milk. Try adding some kale to your morning smoothies. You won't <clears> even know it's in there. Hmm. Is that something you do? Do you have much calcium intake? I know I like yogurt.
1: I could definitely stand to have a greater calcium intake. Um, I think the only time I really do calcium is when there's um, half and half in my coffee.
0: Ice cream counts.
1: And then the occasion... I don't actually eat a whole lot of ice
0: cream. I do. Frozen yogurt?
1: Occasionally frozen yogurt. Now that the weather's warming up, there'll be more frozen yogurt trips.
0: More trips to Costco, too.
1: But, um, no, mostly... The times that you've seen me eat yogurt is the time I specifically do calcium stuff, hmm.
0: and then veggies. It oh, I eat when... veggies all the time. Yeah, for me, it's it's uh, more of an occasion. Like I'm going to make a nice salad today, and I'm like going out of my. I'm going to have the spring mix <coughs> and the cranberries and pecans, and then a couple weeks go by, and I think the last time I had a salad. <laughs> Anyhow, move that. Microphone setup that we're not using out of the way as we move on to our next bullet point <clears throat> According to the Harkness Center, 60% of all dance injuries are chronic Caused by overuse or misuse over a long period of time Like tendinitis, bursitis, or stress fractures Itis. Compare that to 35% of acute injuries, one and done type injuries, like ankle sprains So, this means three things One Working correctly with proper technique and alignment, plus dancing on good flooring, can help prevent chronic injuries caused by misuse. Think about this: one dancer does two hundred jumps in one class. Um, that's a lot of stress on your joints. I feel like that's an under number for me, but anyhow. <laughs> number two, taking class all the time without any other activity is not healthy. Work in parallel too. Not only turnout, play sports. Go to yoga class. If you do the same motions over and over again, you're creating muscular imbalances which can lead to injury. Strengthen your whole body, not just a few select muscles.
1: I'm definitely guilty of only doing dance stuff because even at work um, I'm learning dances in between customers.
0: Yeah, and that's sort of the blessing and curse of line dance Is that you are doing the exact same movements Over and over for every wall If you're at least like keeping it vanilla Or even if you're not keeping it vanilla But you're doing <coughs> your Pardon. own flair consistently Then, yeah, you're going to be doing the same stuff I like to mix it up wall to wall As we did with the Beast last night That was insane Yes, that was a lot of fun Number three Fatigue is a huge cause of injury You get injured when you're tired When your muscles and joints are tired and when you, capital letters, are tired. So, next bullet point, Before get lots of sleep. Teen dancers need 9.25 hours every night. It may seem like a lot, but it can help.
1: Uh, yeah, that that's definitely probably part of the problem because um, I definitely go, 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 go. I was up at like 6 o'clock yesterday morning and then I went to Dolly's class.
0: Line dance class in the morning. Um, Intermediate dance class.
1: Yeah, and then... Um, After that I went to work And then after that we drove out to Stoney's and danced Mm -hmm. And that was, I was actually looking at it earlier Um, We did The Beast
0: Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, we have the dance playlist right here
1: Now obviously we were dancing much, much more earlier in the night But I went from The Beast to Cat Painter's Boomerang To Wakey Wakey to Going Ham I took a two-song break and was back out on the floor for All Shook Up, Men in Black, and then Moves Like Jagger. On very little sleep. Probably not the best food now that I think about it, considering I think I had a donut, some bread, some caffeine.
0: And at work you were standing yeah. and standing and occasionally dancing
1: Yeah. And standing. So I wasn't necessarily working off the best health choices for food or sleep. So, uh, yeah.
0: But I mean, hey, without without choices like that, articles like this wouldn't exist. So we're creating content <laughs> or encouraging it in the dance community by ensuring that they'll always have people to write about who go. make alternative choices.
1: Yeah, I was I was talking with uh, Kat Painter prior to coming in. Getting ready for the show, Mm -hmm. and um, I was telling her how, like, I don't stop until I literally can't move anymore. Mm -hmm. And she was like, Yeah, that sounds familiar for me, too. And Mm -hmm. so, yeah, it's certainly one of those things um, I don't listen to my body until it's screaming at me.
0: Mm -hmm. 9.25 hours, man.
1: I wish. (laughs) Um,
0: And they say that's for teen dancers. So now that we're older, I wonder how that would be affected. I mean, our bodies are probably growing less, so you could look at that as either... Uh, we need we, less or more? Yeah, like, it, we, we you could say we need less because growth happens during sleep, and if we're not growing, then, you know, no big deal. We, we're not missing out on anything. Or, because we're not replacing and um, maintaining things as rapidly as younger people, we need to take better care of what we already have because it's not going to bounce back as quickly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Long story short, get more sleep. All right. Oh, and there's another bullet point here that is attached to the sleep bit, or close to it. As dancers, we are often type A people and perfectionists. Stress can be a healthy motivator for us, but stress also makes us tired. So remember that our parents and our teachers are our allies, not our enemies. If you feel extremely tired in class one day, maybe you woke up four times the night before and then didn't get to eat breakfast uh, all day, tell someone. If you try to push yourself through a hard class and you're not at all there, you could be putting yourself at risk for injury.
1: Yeah, that sounds about right.
0: Stress, definitely. Um, It just makes everything in your life harder. Like, it it makes you sick sooner... Uh, from what I've noticed, I notice that, like, if I have a day when I'm just, like, haggard and I'm um, running on fumes and then I'm, like, guilting myself for doing that, mm-hmm. then I'm probably more likely to have a lower immune system um, show itself shortly afterward.
1: Yeah. And there's a lot of outside stuff that's been going on lately, too, that, you know has definitely contributed to the stress factor and the not sleeping and all mm-hmm. that fun stuff, so.
0: Transitional periods <clears throat> in life, yay, <laughs> yay. <laughs> Yeah, um, I guess, I mean, there are probably all kinds of articles on just specifically how to reduce stress, but I try to have a, um, a sense of humor about things. I find that that helps a lot and just show myself, like, how ridiculous it is that I'm going through whatever it is I'm going through in one way or another. Like considering
1: this time next year it'll be something completely different.
0: Yeah. And like I won't remember any of this this stuff that's, you know, getting on me now. Uh, or even even if I do, like maybe if I made choices that solved it, then like it just won't be relevant anymore, but it'll have been a stepping stone towards something better.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> Pardon me.
0: Next up we have <clears throat> think of your muscles like play doh. When it's cold and right out of the tub, the dough breaks easily. Breaks easily.
1: I break easily all the time. (laughs) Breaks
0: easily when stretched. You have to mush it and mold it before it becomes pliable and stretchable. So after a long day of class and rehearsal, don't go home and stretch more. You'll be too cold. Plus, your body needs time to repair so you can be at your best the next day. Eat, do your homework, and chill out. Save the stretching for the studio. Hmm. So
1: after dancing, I shouldn't go home and dance more.
0: <laughs> Before our not stretching, maybe we should stretch more. <laughs> hey,
1: concepts.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think um, that was something that Joe pointed out at dancing for the dream was just those little health things like stretching, getting loose. Like every other form of dance, it seems like they Spends they time treat on it like yeah, it's like an actual thing that you need to stretch for like a sport you know you stretch for sports and it's physical activity in those contexts like people have special cheer outfits or you know athlete outfits but we just come yeah, in, in our the street clothes gear. yeah we just we look like a bunch of normal people off the street so we just start moving immediately and don't think of it as a thing you need to prepare for
1: yeah
0: hmm that might be good for um events in the future, just like before open dance even starts, just a little half-hour stretch um, session.
1: And then halfway through.
0: Yeah, yeah, for the people who are coming in late or uh, people who are already warmed up, so it would help them more. All right, next bullet point. If you feel something, say something. If something hurts, speak up and tell your teacher. Overuse injuries are often easier to fix if they're caught early on. Of course, lots of times dancers are just sore. So how do you know when sore is really an injury? A good rule of thumb is that if it hurts for more than five days, see a doctor or medical professional. Chronic injuries are hard to detect, but if the soreness keeps happening or it goes away and comes back more intense, there's cause for concern. Make an appointment ASAP. Sometimes you won't be able to be seen for a few more days and tell your teachers.
1: I'm going to go with that's why I'm waiting. Yeah. <laughs> not because I don't like doctors. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's why you're waiting till next Monday to have it looked at? Yeah. Okay. That's, and you were following the article, so that's <laughs> perfectly legit.
1: Right? Exactly.
0: Yeah, I've heard that with pro wrestlers, they're always wrestling hurt, but they're not always wrestling injured. So when they get started in wrestling, they just have to get used to the fact that they're going to hurt all the time. Yeah. And it can be subtle sometimes knowing the difference between.
1: This is an injury versus mm-hmm. this is just. Like,
0: I'm making this worse versus, like, oh, it's the same old thing. I'll just wrestle less on that leg. Yes. Yeah.
1: Which is why, like, last night I started, like, after it happened, I continued to dance just for a little bit longer and went, yep, nope, that's not going to work. Mm. That's definitely not going to work. This is not just one of those, oh, it's just sore now.
0: Mm. All right. Next. Unfortunately, this one's not really relevant for us. Take time off. It's suggested that all athletes need three months? Three Three months? months off to perform at their highest level. This doesn't mean you have to suddenly become a couch potato for three months each summer. But schedule a week here or there when you don't dance. Ugh! Take Pilates, do yoga, go bike riding, stay active, but stay out of the dance studio. It may sound (laughs) blasphemous, hey, they know what we're thinking, but it can really help in the long run. Yeah, I don't know about that. Um,
1: But but dance. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Maybe if I were like sick or something and I couldn't breathe, I could see maybe...
1: Dude, a week, that's so long.
0: (laughs) Because, like, even if we don't make it out to Stonies, we're at least, like, learning something, typically.
1: Well, Just and then we'll have club Line
0: dance club, yeah. On
1: Mondays and Wednesdays. Twin Oaks, or... where we're
0: teaching, yeah. is every other week.
1: And uh, Dolly's class. Like, Dolly's class. There's always at least one or two dance activities per week for us.
0: Mm. <coughs> mm. Huh. Time off. <laughs> I'll have to wrap my head around that later. Okay. Oh, it looks like that's the the end of this article So at the end it says uh, Want to find out more? The Harkness Center for Dance Injuries in New York City Offers one-on-one injury prevention assessments They're free! You can make an appointment to look at your flexibility, strength, mobility, or hypermobility And discuss what you need to stay healthy Check their website for more info and details Alright So that is our first article on top 10 injury prevention tips I think we can jump right into our next article which is 10 common dance injuries We're sort of taking a journey Through these articles Prevention What injuries are <laughs> Coughing And how that can injure your throat I guess uh-huh. and, uh, and then finally We will have um, Additionally relevant Information For moving forward We'll tell you what that one is later <clears throat> 10 common dance injuries Injuries can be devastating To a dance career Pretty much But you can reduce their occurrence or avoid them if you know what to look for. To learn why certain injuries happen and what can be done to prevent them, we consulted a group of experts Jackie Green Haas, Director of Pilates and Dance Medicine at Wellington Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Therapy Services, Mary Jean Liederbach, Director of Research and Education at Harkness Center for Dance Injuries Jennifer Deckert Assistant Professor at University of Wyoming Holds an MFA in Ballet Pedagogy And has presented at the International Association for Medicine and Science And Michael Kelly Bruce Associate Professor at The Ohio State University At The Ohio Ohio State University Certified in Pilates and specializes in conditioning This article is on dance-teacher.com Written by Nancy Wozni and published in 2010 Number one of 10. Oh, I guess that was in the title isn't it. Number one, neck strain. Choreography that calls for excessive head movement can easily strain dancers neck muscles, especially if dancers do not properly use the full spine when arching the head slash neck. Prevention tip, lengthen the neck rather than collapse it, says Bruce. I like using the image of the fountains at the Bellagio Resort and Casino. A long, graceful arch. Megan, are you able to think of any dances where you're shaking your head?
1: Shaking my head? Oh, I don't know.
0: <laughs> we should ask Guyton Monday. Maybe he'll have some ideas.
1: Or Jesse Chan.
0: Or Jesse Chan. Huh. All right. So to, uh, to prepare for such dances uh, where you are shaking your head, I guess we would want to think about lengthening. I noticed that uh, Roy Hadisobroto, when he does... Uh, occasional walls of uh, uh of that sort of dance, he'll do kind of like a bobblehead effect. So instead of like rocking his head like a metal thrasher or something like that, he'll just kinda like pop his head forward and then he'll just kinda bubble around. And that has kind of a, a more of a length to it than compression and contraction. Yeah. So maybe that would be something to model. I'm trying to think, are there any others any others where you would be using your head a lot does hairspray i don't remember hairspray having there's I like kind of the pony thing but that's kind of optional i think
1: yeah. yeah well i mean in any dance any kind of variation that you might use mm-hmm. a little bit more head movement um for instance like i know uh the way rachel moves her body during poetry in motion
0: mm-hmm.
1: part of her head has that little oh, like whip. whip yeah Oh, I
0: forgot about whip it. Yeah, we (laughs) tilt our head sideways for that at the beginning. When you're looking to the side. Yeah, you could actually, now that I think about it, if you did that too violently without warming up, you could really hurt the left side of your neck when you're tilting over before the punch. So that would be something for me. I'm just kind of doing this here in the studio, like thinking about a long neck and then not just like popping it straight over at a right angle, but maybe gradually making it... uh, more of a leaf in the wind yeah like a like a grass stalk blowing Um, oh there was another one the beast the beast has a quick head turn where you turn your head to the left so that would be another one where it would be good to be careful that you're not forcing it but you're just looking to the left yep all right number two rotator cuff tendonitis and impingement Extensive use of the arms, overhead lifts and falls, can lead to tears in upper arm tendons or even impingement. Painful pressure felt in the shoulder when the rotator cuff and scapula rub together as arms are lifted. Prevention tip, be aware of the actual landmarks of the shoulder girdle, says Bruce. Once students understand the scapula is located behind them, they can have better anatomically aligned mechanics. The ones that come to mind for me are fine by me, and fragile there's some arm extension in those and oh and really anything where you're lifting your arms over the head like in Shake That during the Simon part uh, as Madison has titled it uh, also later in Find By Me when you do that heart motion with your hands um, and optionally in Joe Thompson's Yes uh, Joe and Simon's Yes where they're like extending their arms out for Yes in a very quick motion that would be something to think about before the dance starts like, kind of imagine what your arms will be doing during that dance and go through the range of motion before the music has even begun. That way you know you're capable of doing that at full speed.
1: Do something crazy.
0: Oh, wow, that's definitely, yeah. <laughs> that's going to be fast-paced and arms overhead mm-hmm. and in wild gesticulating motions. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, But that also could just, again, be any kind of variation in which you actually add arms or use your arms. Mm -hmm. Um, Fortunately, I mean, I guess there's that one where you extend your arm upwards and you tap twice and stomp your feet, Mm -hmm. but for the most part, the arms are pretty in front of you, Mm -hmm. shoulder length, you know, 90 degrees, not quite so extended.
0: Yeah, right, yeah, because with rotator cuff, if they're talking about overhead lifts and falls, like you say, um, your arms are more in front of you and just kind of at a 90-degree angle from your body uh, during most of that Part B business. And even when you're doing your arm overhead, uh, you can do that gradually. You have a yeah. lot of counts to get up there. Yeah. So you're not just forcing it up there like you're punching it. And uh, what was the other one? Si- Sound of Silence has the ending where your arms come up. Um Or the reach forward, but those are both very gradual.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But again, that's like any variation in which you add arm movements. It's just being aware. Because I know, like, occasionally um, my arms will, like, right around my shoulder area will get sore Mm. after dancing a whole lot. And that's because, you know, I've added so many movements or whatever.
0: Mm. All right. Number three, lower back strain and muscle spasms. Lifting, arching, and improper technique. Can all overwork and strain the lower back extensor erector muscles. Dancers with lordosis, a swayed back or lower back curve, are more prone to spasms. Prevention tip I like to use the image of a cummerbund, where the student has a more three dimensional sense of their abdominal wall as I straighten up and feel my hip, my belly button, says Deckert. Or imagine the pelvis as a bowl with water. Preventing the water from splashing will improve core strength. Interesting. Let me think about that again. I like to use the image of a cummerbund where the student has a more three-dimensional sense of their abdominal wall. Or imagine the pelvis as a bowl with water. Preventing the water from splashing will improve core strength. Huh. So when you're contracting your abs a little bit more, then it'll take heat off of the lower back mm-hmm. extensor erector muscles. Hmm. Yeah,
1: that's also <clears throat> that's why there's a, there's certain uh, movements in certain dances in which like I will I will move differently than what might originally be described in the choreography, mm-hmm. um, so that like I'm not like bending at the back. Mm-hmm. It's more of a. a a lighter down. That's also one of the reasons why um, I tend not to do a whole lot of the drops. The um, like, for instance, in the outlaw, mm-hmm. um, where you just drop to the floor and you know come back up, mm-hmm. uh, just because you know it's like I'm very aware the last thing I want to do is injure my back.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That would be hands down the worst. Injury, I
0: could imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me straighten up the microphone real quickly. All right. There it is. Number four. Snapping hip syndrome. Iliotibial IT band tightness. Weakness along the outside of the hip and lordosis can cause this syndrome. Dancers will experience a snapping rubber band-like sound in the frontal hip joint. That sounds terrible. It as, is, I
1: can tell you firsthand.
0: As the IT band glides over the greater trochanter upper leg bone during battement or développer. Prevention tip. Strengthen the lower abs and all pelvic stabilizers, abductors, adductors, hip flexors, and avoid turning out at the feet, which stresses the knees and hips. What can you tell me about snapping hip syndrome
1: um, and
0: IT band tightness?
1: Be really, really careful when dancing merry-go-round. Hmm. Uh, yeah, last summer I uh, I injured my hip. <laughs> Basically, um, I was out on the floor, first dance, and I went to do one of those like dip hip movements in which you kind of like scoop down and push your hip out to the side and then there was this awful awful popping sensation in which I felt like my leg was just completely dangling from my body it was very scary and painful and a very weird sensation uh, yeah, and then I sat out the rest <laughs> of the night. And then, because I'm me, which I'm determined not to be this time, uh, I continued to try and dance on it as it slowly healed. Um, so, yeah, it's not fun.
0: No, no. Number five. Patellofemoral pain syndrome This syndrome stems from Tight hamstrings and Calf muscles Weak quadriceps and repetitive force From normal movement putting pressure on the Patella kneecap causing the knee Protective cartilage to lose its Shock absorbing ability Dancers with high arched or flat Feet wide hips and knees That turn in or out are more likely To experience this pain Prevention tip the knee is the Victim between the ankle and And the hip, says Liederbach Core strength, hip Abductor strength training, and IT stretching are key I am very Fortunate that I have not had a lot of knee Problems, especially with all the feedback I Got after my first trip to Vegas Dance explosion in 2015 Dancing in my boots and stomping As much as I could For the few dances that I knew Yeah, many people were saying I'm going to ruin my knees that way And I have since learned um, not to destroy myself. Um, I think I've done a pretty all right job at that. And I don't feel any soreness or, um, or weakness in my knees, which is lucky. Yeah. I, we were listening last night to some of the stomps at Stoney's oh. and those, I, I don't want to call them kids cause they're like, you know, at least 18 or 21 and over. But, like, they they don't know. They're not there yet. Like, I was doing that to myself for years before I saw, like, oh, what if I want to dance long-term, though? (laughs) And right now, they're just at a place where I was where, yeah, stomp as hard as you can. And I understand it, but I'm happy that that's not where I am now.
1: Yeah, that that was definitely one of my reactions to, well, and it's more than just last night. It, It happens a lot on Wednesdays during college night at Mm -hmm. Stoney's. Mm -hmm. Um, One of it is I'm very, very concerned for the dancers and their bodies. Um, Because again, like you, when I first started dancing, I liked the stomp. I liked the sound of it. And then I realized with the new pair of boots that I had bought, that I could put less pressure, and still get that same sound. Mm -hmm. And then as I've transitioned to suede bottom dance shoes, I've also learned that contracting certain muscles give me that same sensation of the stomp without the actual stomp. Mm -hmm. The other thing I was very concerned about was the flooring because I know what it's like to dance on concrete. Mm -hmm. And I happen to like our spring floor, elevated floor at... Stoney's
0: Mm -hmm. Number six Meniscus knee tear Twisting knees during movement Forcing feet in turnout, Or losing control when landing the jump Can tear the cushioning knee cartilage Prevention tip Strengthening the core is so crucial to knee health Says Bruce It lessens the burden on the knee So you are not landing with so much force I do like to jump I like also to land safely Yes yeah. I don't throw myself at angles, I notice, with jumps as much as maybe I used to. Because when you th- when you launch at an angle, you're more likely to land at an angle. And that's when something unpleasant is going to happen to you. Um, so I instead... I, and I remember this was a, um, a note that I got in Taekwondo when doing a flying sidekick. Um, I really enjoyed just going forward at full speed and then chucking my foot in front of me as hard as I could into the bag where the person was holding it, because I really liked that impact against the bag. Um, But they said that if you try to do that with somebody on the street and they move out of the way, then you've lost control for those few seconds, and they can get the upper hand while you keep going flying forward and you turn around like into their knife or something. Yeah. Uh, They said instead, focus on going vertical, And that way, if you uh, put the power in, like, vertical and then an outward kick from where you are, stable in the air, if they move, you can watch them wherever they're going and land facing them Mm -hmm. so you don't waste all that time or be out of control with, you know, the few seconds in between um, those movements. So I would say the same with, uh, if you really like doing jumps, um, just kind of focus on keeping your legs under you keep the big circle of your hips under the little circle of your head to keep your balance, and then when you land, absorb uh, the energy like throughout your body instead of just thudding into your knees or your ankles. Really let your muscles take whatever weight you're putting down on them. Yeah. Yeah. Any thoughts from you?
1: No, you pretty much covered most of it.
0: All right. Number seven, posterior tibial tendonitis. Dropping the medial arch during warm-ups Or basic bar exercises Overworks the tibial tendon This type of tendinitis also coincides With shin splints I really don't like those Or can be the result of chronic ankle rolling Prevention tip Work to lift the arches And do not force turnout from the feet Says Deckert. Quick tip on how to not get shin splints Don't run in boots <laughs> Terrible idea Don't run in boots Really don't run in boots across sand Good None of neither know. of these things are are going to be pleasant. Um, yeah, it'll it'll just tighten everything up, and you will feel it uh, the next few times you dance or even walk across a floor. Good to know. Yeah.
1: Um. I actually, I had a whole lot more shin splint issues when I was wearing. Boot my cowboy boots than when I went into my suede dance shoes and I think that's because mm. one, I have such high arches and two, I dance mostly on my toes mm. so having to work against that hard leather mm. to get that same effect, I think it put too much strain mm-hmm. and I would always feel it in my shins
0: mm-hmm. Work to lift the arches. I'm really glad that I got those uh, orthotic inserts when I was in Vegas.
1: Yes. They were
0: a, a great investment. I, would, I had thought about getting them the first year, but I just didn't have that kind of money lying around. And then I bought the nice suede bottom dance shoes at Windy City in October the following year. And I thought, if I see these inserts one more time, I'm going to buy them. And so I did at Vegas the following month. Number eight. Achilles tendonitis. An overuse injury caused by training extensively during a short period of time, dancing on a hard floor, or putting pressure on a tightened calf muscle. Weight pressure or unbalanced range of motion will predispose dancers to this type of tendonitis. Prevention tip. Use therabands when doing tendus, basic flexibility and resistance work, says Bruce. Achilles tendonitis. I haven't really had a lot of tightness in my ankles lately that I can think of but I can certainly imagine how dancing at say trade winds on their concrete floor would cause some tightness there yeah yeah I'm really lucky that that has not happened in the recent past any yeah. thoughts from you?
1: Um, I'm trying to think like I mean every once in a while I mean we're talking like really once in a while maybe two times a year I'll feel a little tight in my in my tendons on Mm. my ankle Mm -hmm. Um, but typically from there I just stretch a little bit and I massage a little bit and then it's gone Mm. so
0: that's good number 9 I don't don't remember whether the video of this is online but number 9 lateral ankle sprain a ligament tear that happens when the outside of the ankle rolls inward after loss of balance from landing a jump prevention tip no horseplay during do something crazy no prevention tip use a theraband to keep the ankle flexible and strong says bruce also no no horseplay during do something crazy
1: <laughs> no you can horseplay you just don't need to jump after horseplay that for me
0: is horseplay <laughs> horses jump <laughs> The video might be online. I really just planted after after that, that uh, reach up for my towel and then coming down on slippery suede shoes, not flat on my foot, but rolled. And you can see the foot just go under me, like rolling like a stone down a hill. And then down went my body with it, and I stood back up, kept going through the rest of the dance. After that, you can kind of see me hobble off and immediate ice yeah. sitting for pretty much the rest of the night. Um, I might have attempted like something, like whip it or something, and the next day it was very sore as well. Um, it hurt so much.
1: Yeah.
0: I would not recommend that for anyone. Lateral ankle sprain Use the TheraBand to keep the ankle flexible and strong Says Bruce
1: Yeah, see, I've, I've done that without doing the landing of a jump mm-hmm. So I, I can imagine how bad that hurt
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, if it can happen when you're just walking And you miss a step on a curb Then coming down with all of your weight uh-huh. At high speed uh-huh. To music, yeah Like, you're just trying to get back on the beat as quick as possible yeah Ankles be darned
1: <sighs> Again, you can horseplay Johnna and I literally just stood there and whipped each other back and forth I don't
0: just stand there for any dance
1: <laughs> We were still moving
0: <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I guess since then I have attempted that particular dance And that I've just successful. been Yeah, I've just been a little more grounded during it Which Which is is horrible. I feel like it's like the sign of aging or something. Like, I'm just going to do that to all my dances over the next few decades, and I'm going to be boring. (laughs) I won't be able to feel it as much in my body. I'm
1: pretty sure no one will ever describe you and dancing as boring in the same sentence.
0: I'm hoping that my attitude will shift as I go along with the changes in my body, Um, like with the stomping. I don't really miss it. I don't feel like I'm, I need to do it and that you know I am, I'm at a worse place in life because I don't stomp anymore. I'd like to think that as I continue to phase out movements that could potentially hurt me, uh, that I will be happier with whatever has taken their place, like muscle isolations and uh, hits and tuts and whatnot. Yeah. I, I think the more I feel skilled at things like that and the more controlled I feel at intentional body movement the less i will want to do all the wild and wacky things i did in my 20s or 30s or 40s once i'm at a place where it feels more zen to do something like whip it yeah <laughs> or the beast and i'll just be like barely moving it's like oh wow did you see that like twitch in his cheek that was right <laughs> on beat it's all he can move at this point but it was right on beat <laughs> Number 10. Posterior Ankle Impingement Syndrome A pinching sensation felt during repeated floor or bar work as the heel bone comes into contact with the talus bone and tissues at the back of the ankle compress. Reaching a full range of motion when pointing the feet or in releve will be difficult. Dancers born with an extra bone in place are more prone to this syndrome. Prevention tip? Vary your training regimen to focus on other types of dance after excessive point or demi-point work.
1: Yeah, that doesn't really apply to me, so I don't really have any personal information, but still mm. definitely something to consider.
0: Mm-hmm. Pinching sensation. Posterior ankle impingement syndrome. I've felt pinches in my ankles before, Behind the arch, closer to the ankle or to the heel itself. I wonder if that's what they're talking about. Other types of dance after excessive point or demi point work. Well, good thing I don't do much point or demi point work. Yeah. <laughs> that's an easy one to avoid. There was another tiny little mini article since we've hit all 10 of those. There was one that was just three common de- dance injuries solved hit the floor without feeling sore. Uh, this was on prevention.com, written by Barry Lieberman. And it says here, Shaking your booty on the dance floor can be way more than a good time. A dance-oriented fitness class often offers major health perks. Unless, that is, you dance yourself right into an injury. A simple misstep, an overly energetic turn, or a poor landing can all leave you hurting. In fact, dance-related injuries might be on the rise. New research published in the Journal of Physical Activity and Health found that the annual number of dance-related injuries has increased 37 percent over the past two decades. The study, which looked mostly at teen dancers, found that sprains, strains, and falls were the most common complaints. But just because you've got a few extra candles on your birthday cake doesn't mean the findings don't apply particularly with the growing ubiquity of dance-oriented fitness programs that often entail some pretty tricky moves. Fortunately, you can prevent common dance injuries with some simple strategies. Jessica Matthews, an exercise physiologist for the American Council on Exercise, offers up three common dance woes and how to make sure they never happen to you. Oh, look, it's our favorite, ankle sprains. That's you. That's me. All that side-to-side choreography can put your ankles at risk. One slip, and you can be stuck with swelling, throbbing, pain, and stiffness. The fix? A proper warm-up can help prepare your ankle and the rest of your body for movement. Plus, take care to increase the intensity of certain moves, such as pivots and turns, gradually throughout the class.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. And one of the things I've noticed, um, which we've talked about, too, Mm -hmm. is... Uh, for instance, during line dance and the rocking chairs, mm-hmm. or even step pivots, I was uh, talking to one of the girls last night while we were te- while we were teaching, and I was explaining how this is how you're supposed to do it. Mm. I don't actually pick up my weight; I keep my weight pretty centered on one of the feet mm-hmm. um, because I'm so afraid of like slipping or like it going. Um, at out of place or anything like that. I'm more afraid of the injury mm. and so I tend to keep it um, my feet pretty underneath me.
0: Oh, was this during our teach of Can't Walk Away set to the song Craving You by Thomas Rhett featuring Marin Morris, which is available on Copper Knob and Line Dancer?
1: Yes it is. Oh it
0: was that one? Okay. Just making sure <clears throat> Next <laughs> Torn meniscus. Take twists with caution Meniscal tears of the knee often occur when the knee joint moves in one direction without the foot following along. The fix? Choose the right footwear. Typical athletic shoes can stick to the floor, so opt for more flexible sneakers that make pivots easier. And keep in mind the type of floor you're dancing on. Tile and concrete floors are relatively unforgiving. And carpeted surfaces may cause you to stick. Hardwood floors are often a good option as they provide a bit of give and allow you to easily change direction. We're pretty spoiled with Stoney's. Yes. When, when the option that we have three minutes away is Tradewinds and that concrete basement aesthetic of their floor, uh, it's definitely worth it to drive all the way to Stoney's.
1: Yes, yeah. absolutely.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, because it's funny, Like the convenience of the distance that we would have locally... Is way beaten by the inconvenience of hurting yourself and then not being able to dance anywhere, even three minutes away.
1: Pretty much. Yeah.
0: And footwear. I'm really glad that uh, that I've moved beyond just well, boots are what you wear when you're doing country line dancing. Like first step, it's not all country, so it's it's just dancing, line dancing. from there, so many options open up because you're not thinking country, boots, buckle, hat. I still wear the hat. Plaid, jeans. And the buckle. And the buckle. Like, all those things that seem like they go along with the the image of it or what you're supposed to have, the uniform, when that uniform is no longer relevant because it doesn't align specifically with country in your mind, then you can start thinking, well, okay, what do dancers wear? They wear loose clothing that they feel comfortable in that they can get a full range of motion in which doesn't always necessarily mean i need to wear my butt tightest jeans Uh, i can wear some nice loose gray pants that perhaps people have seen on videos or whatnot that look like um parachute pants i guess perhaps or rave pants they're flared they're like super duper bell bottoms and they're not at all country but they don't have to be because they allow me to move And uh, when Roy Hadisabroto came up for the workshop last year in February or March to Wine Country Line Dance, he was wearing Converse with duct tape around them for additional slippability. And that gave me sort of an implicit permission to consider other types of footwear besides just. Cowboy boots. Cowboy boots, yeah. So then I started getting my own Converse, which I didn't really grow up with. Like, they weren't a thing for me but I tested them out and they work really well Um, uh, having the athletic shoes that I have now uh, with a little bit more cushion they have like memory foam insoles that I put my orthotic inserts uh, on top of all of that combined and the nice smoothness on the bottom make those danceable pretty much anywhere they just don't look like what you would expect for line dancing which is fine because it doesn't really matter what you look like as long as you're enjoying it exactly yep Overuse injuries. This would be me. Yep. From <laughs> muscle sprains to severe muscle soreness. Has that, that calf come along?
1: It's being iced. It's
0: okay. <laughs> ice pack looks good and um, form-fitting. Uh, overuse injuries are on the rise among dance class aficionados, Matthew says. The fix. starts slow. Dancing is fun, but avoid the temptation to do too much too fast, especially if you're new to fitness in general. Modify the moves to meet your current fitness level. A good instructor will provide options or personalized advice. And take a few days between each class to rest up. That is something that we actually do. A few days, generally, between, let's say, um, club on Monday and then club on Wednesday, We don't necessarily go super hard doing anything on Tuesday Because there isn't really anything We don't have Dolly's class to go to We both have work or something There's nothing major in the evening That's going to keep us going for five hours straight Like Stoney's would on the weekend So there's a little bit of space
1: Yeah Um, That's pretty true And then like typically speaking Sundays we don't do a whole lot unless there's a special event like the it's Wine Country Line Dance Social. Mm-hmm. Um, Fridays,
0: we're, we're not always like guaranteed to go up to Stoney's and then we might have like Boots and Buckles which has been a little while at this point uh, or uh, the Rita um, Amy and Friends Social which is like every two months. There's always
1: Coach's Corner with Brenda and Joan in Spastable but we don't always go to that. Right. It's been a while since we've been to that too. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we don't Always dance every day, but there are those weeks that we do dance every single day.
0: I think it's pretty. It's seasonal. It it um uh, it, it can depend on what events we're on our way to. Yeah, like what we're cramming for. Right now, thankfully, because you are in disrepair, we have some time oh, before yes. the next big event.
1: I'm I'm very glad that um I have at least a month's gap in before I have to like actually be working-ready dancing Mm -hmm. um, so that it even gives me like another few weeks after that month gap to kind of ease myself back into it Mm -hmm. um, so that I can go all out potentially at Pike's Peak and at Fun in the Sun. Back to back. Back to back. Back to back.
0: We have one more article before we take a short break and this one is very relevant. As we continue our journey through... Dance injuries, we conclude with how to treat a dance injury. And this has, uh, this has been posted to a website called theballetblog.com. It was written by an author whose name is not at the top of the page, so, somebody at theballetblog.com. And there's a little uh, paragraph here at the top. Everyone's had one of those moments where you come down on your foot wrong in class or worse yet You're doing something completely unrelated to dance and you'll go over on your ankle and you know that something is really wrong In this video, which is linked at the top, but they have a list underneath it We want to share with you some of the things that you can do right at the point of the of injury to stop it from getting any worse and to help you learn how to treat a dance injury much more effectively play video, video was playing 10 minutes and 33 seconds later. There are some things that you can do right at the point of injury that can make a massive difference to how long it takes for you to get back into class. Number one, breathe. Often when you tumble to the ground and you're in pain or you've got the shock of falling, this will increase your heart rate. As your heart rate increases, this can increase swelling and bruising, and we want to minimize this as much as possible. You may think that there is nothing you can do to stop the immediate reaction to get upset, but there is! With practice, you can learn to center yourself a whole lot more effectively when something like this happens. The first thing you should do if you have an injury is to close your eyes. Take away everything else around you, as often this can make you more worked up. Focus on your heart and your breathing rate, and see if you can will both of them to slow down. It's a good idea to practice this at home at other times, as this will then come more naturally when you do actually have an injury.
1: Well, I know, certainly last night, that was one of the few things I did, Mm. was I focused on my breathing, as opposed to really focusing on the pain. Um, I made There was a couple times in which I tried to breathe through the pain, and then I realized I was making it worse, so I needed to just breathe in, hold my breath, breathe out, and control it that way. Um, and that seemed to at least help somewhat, because then at least for the situation in which I felt out of control, there was one Factor I could control, hmm. so I know uh, breathing is important in general. So mm-hmm. then, when you're in pain, it certainly um, it's important to remember.
0: Makes sense why they would recommend Lamaze breathing for childbirth. The whole
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, pacing it. That's interesting. Also, what they say about um, the heart rate increase in also increasing swelling. I hadn't thought about it like that.
1: Yeah, well, because it's pumping faster, so it's pumping more blood, and... Mm
0: -hmm. Stuff gets stuck. And
1: swelling is the increase of Mm. blood... flow or the blood there, so...
0: Mm. Number two. Don't be a hero. Usually, the first thing that you want to do when you fall over with an injury is to get back up and keep on dancing. The reason why I don't want you to do this is when you've had... when you've just had a fall and possibly gone into shock you'll have higher levels of adrenaline in your system. Adrenaline is a chemical that we have evolved to use in stressful situations that allows us to keep on going. However, if you continue to keep dancing on an unstable ankle or knee, you're much more likely to re-injure that area or to make the injury worse. It's important to stop, calm yourself, and make sure that everything is okay before coming back into class if it's safe to do so. One of the reasons why many people want to jump back into class is that they're worried that their teacher thinks they're being slack by taking time out. However, I've talked to a lot of teachers about this, and the majority of them would much rather that you take some time out and assess what's going on rather than dancing through an injury.
1: Mine is more of a I want to dance than i I'm worried someone's thinking I'm slacking. Um, but... That was why I took those extra few counts to kind of assess where the damage was as I was on the floor, realized, okay, I cannot dance through this. Can't do it. If I do it, it's going to hurt really bad. I'm potentially going to have, like, some really, really bad injury in which potentially I might have to have surgery. And that's just something I don't want to do because surgery takes a whole lot longer to recover from than just a simple... You know, I say simple, but then a lesser injury that if I just iced and rested it, it'd be fine. Um, So when I hobbled off the floor last night, same thing even with um, last year when I did my hip, I immediately sat down. Um, I got actually I have a, a muscle rub that I carry with me in case like my muscles start to get sore. Um, I immediately put that on it. I um, technically, unadvisedly, immediately went for um, my painkillers, which are also anti-inflammatories, which they don't recommend depending on your injury. It can actually um, cause issues with blood, um, being like it bleeds more, Hmm. um, which didn't make sense to me but I took it anyways cuz I knew that I was going to have a 2 hour drive home and I needed that to kick in as soon as possible um and then I kind of sat down and I massaged it a little bit and I had friends there too which was really great and they were helping me and they were checking in on me and um I wanted to keep dancing so badly but Knowing how bad I could potentially really injure myself, I didn't. My um, hero bit is not letting them know how hard and painful it actually was. Mm -hmm. That's my hero bit, and that's just more me than actually continuing to dance. I definitely stopped dancing after, like, I I think it was like two or three counts left, and then we started the new wall, and that was when I was like, nope. And it felt wrong to leave the dance floor halfway through a song and everything, but I knew it was, it was for the best.
0: Yeah. At Big Bang, I just kind of wanted to sit and look casual, even though my, my ankle was hurting a lot. And I didn't go as far as to like, leave the ballroom altogether,
1: because mm-hmm.
0: um, I figured if I was hurting when I was sitting in the ballroom, it was still going to hurt. If I sat in the hotel room, it wasn't going to make it any better just being somewhere else. Um, so I could at least stick around and like keep writing down all the dances that we even played, like do all the normal dance things except for dancing. Uh,
1: Which is hard to sit out of.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's hard.
0: Mm-hmm. I wonder, ho ho. We're going to take an unexpected trip down memory lane and I'm going to flip open my dance binder to see what I missed that night. Um, At Big Bang I have After Do Something Crazy Yeah, After Do Something Crazy I I have everything listed This would have been in February? Yes, Yes. Big Bang Dance Classic Okay, and that would have been The second night So let's see what we've got here Do Something Crazy There it is Uh, Looks like after that was Come Home Which I didn't know Which is fine um, pink champagne, time to ride, listen unsteady. This is good, a lot that I didn't know um, um, I don't mind twisted sister shots with somebody Painting pillows, pieces, freaky skills
1: So you missed a pieces
0: Mm-hmm. I make it shake, but I think I had done pieces Probably before uh, At some point, I didn't know Wild Wild West yet Ain't too cool, we could do it to Stoney's Drive Me Wild, Swinging ours. That Love Dim Jeans, Whip It I, Did I attempt to do It? I don't
1: it? know if you did or not
0: I know I attempted it the next night.
1: I think you sat. I honestly think you sat oh. for Whip it.
0: Well, I think I did get to do it the previous night. We were up there um, next to Rachel during the live stream, so I probably felt like I, I had it okay. And I know I did it at some point during the rest of the event because yes. I was super careful and I was just keeping it nice and tight. You know? um, um, yeah, sugar honey, it Cha, drive stupid in love last Minutes. St- I didn't know. stuff your feet. Know That's stomp- good. Um, ain't misbehaving. I'm sure I'd done at least twice or three times by then. Um, I came to love you... I don't think that was the night that I did it. I think we did it twice. Oh, no, no, no! Gary asked how my ankle was. Maybe I did try to do Um, it that night.
1: that was the night he wanted to do when you love someone, and I told him your ankle was bothering you, so we should wait until next night... But I think you went out for that one anyways Because I remember going oh. I just told him that we should wait
0: Oh, okay Alright, so I guess I did that one uh, I at tried to Oops baby, little something comfort walk, Shane. girls talk Wildlife, blue ain't your color, boys like you did I, Was that the night that we attempted to remember Boys like you? Because I remember um, When we did it with Rachel And she like ran onto the floor She was trying to remember it as well And I don't see it on the previous night's dance list. So that might have been it. Yeah, yeah, because then the third night was when we actually knew it. And all of us, like, did it properly. Wow. Okay, so I guess that's another one that I shouldn't have danced on. But I did. Um, Waiting game. Cake by the ocean. What the France? Blurred lines. Strip it down. Somewhere with you. And then it was it. So that's good. I did not overexert myself, apparently. And I didn't have to wait through too many dances that I really liked and knew. I got lucky You, unfortunately, last night had to miss out on a lot of cool stuff
1: (laughs) Yep, I had to miss out on Shady
0: Uh, Yeah, leaving me totally hanging I did not
1: leave you hanging Technically,
0: everyone left me hanging Because Kat has taught it to them And Line Dance Club has learned it as well So what was their excuse? I don't know I was the only
1: one that was like No, I want to be out there I (laughs) would be out there if I could
0: Uh, Gimme gimme that would have been another one you could have done Yeah. Um, uh, Cowboy Up Okay, so I missed out on Stitches
1: Mr. Put It Down A, B mm-hmm. Gimme Gimme, Cowboy Up Shady, uh, Chill Factor New Flow And Dukes and, Dukes and Boots mm-hmm. Are all dances I normally do mm-hmm. And that's Us leaving early, too
0: mm-hmm. Oh yeah, actually Keith sent me The list of everything oh, we missed no. afterwards It wasn't too bad, fortunately Um let me take a look in my Google Hangouts under Mr. Keith Anderson. Okay, so let's see what we got. After twelve forty-eight a.m., there's Dukes and Boots. That's where we left off. Outlaw, smooth funk. You know smooth funk. I would've you like done smooth funk. Smooth funk. Smooth funk. yep uh, Cha Cha Slide. Aw shucks. You know Creepin', uh, which is uh, set to the song Truck Yet, Stoney's. Broken Heart. I would've which have you missed. Just, broken just heart. learned. Oh, you I just broken learned heart. it by Virginie Belchaud of France. Uh, Green Fairy, Redneck Angel, Fireball, John Showstopper. Stopper, I missed out on. That would have been a good one for you. Uh, Drifter, and then a Slow Dance. So it could have been worse. It could have been worse. We did have other requests that weren't played. Uh, if those had been played, then oh, it would have Oh,
1: like would've... chase that dollar yeah. or pump um, it? Our, yeah. our
0: requests on the little index card were stomp your feet, chase that dollar, shake in my head, have fun, go mad. New flow, pump it, shady, skiffle time. Oh, with the stomps. That would have been so fun for you. (laughs) Wild, wild west. And
1: and the quick twistings. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that would have been great for my uh, calf.
0: Yeah. So it definitely could have been worse.
1: It could have been. Yeah.
0: And it'll just make those that much more satisfying when we finally do get to do those later. Yes,
1: I'm I'm definitely glad that I chose to listen to my instincts and leave early. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, for one, the drive home was actually very difficult, being an hour and 40 minutes with the pain, mm-hmm. um, as well as sitting through those dances would have been torture, mm-hmm. and then having to drive home was would have been awful.
0: Mm-hmm. I felt guilty doing Nuflo, because I didn't think he was going to play it, uh, knowing that we were leaving and everything, and I knew that would be one that you would enjoy doing. Yeah. So... When I went up there, I was going to just say goodbye, and he says, oh, how many of you guys know a Like,
1: "Ah." And that's why I was like, no, it's fine. Go dance Mm. it. I'll sit for a few minutes. And unfortunately, at that moment was when the pain really spiked. Mm. However, fortunately, we had our friend Keith there with me, and so he was there very comforting and helping take care of me and distract me from uh, potential pain and not being on the floor and... Yeah.
0: yeah. Alright, next up is After Don't Be a Hero, assess the damage Next you might want to Actually see what's going on and determine The next step. If it's an ankle injury You might want to start by gently pointing And flexing the foot and Sickling it in and out To see where it hurts and how much it hurts The important thing here is to do this Testing yourself, using your own Muscles rather than have someone else Do it for you. What you're trying to Find out is is what structures are actually damaged and how badly. If there is a fracture or a bony tissue, it will often be quite a deep, sharp pain. If you feel this at all, you must stop immediately and move on to immobilizing and icing the area to prevent any more damage. If it's a ligament, it will often be sore if you move it in a certain direction and it will also be sore when someone else guides it into the same position. If it's a muscle, on the other hand, then it will be sore when you do the movement, but it won't be a sore if someone else guides it into that direction. Either way, you want to work out how much pain there is. If there's a lot of pain, you should immobilize it. However, if it's just a slight pain when you start doing these movements, then you may want to try placing weight throughout the foot to see if there is an increase of pain with that.
1: Which there was! Lots of pain!
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, I can hobble, by placing my weight on the very front of the ball of the foot Um, anything more flexed than that um, really really tightens the muscle and I become acutely aware of the whole leg being hurt Mm -hmm. Um, I've Definitely been elevating it and icing it. Um, I'm actually now looking into a couple different options for the compression and to see like what might be the best given the um, where it hurts. Because again, I haven't gone to the doctor, so I don't know exactly how bad it is. Because I'm a chicken and I'm afraid to find out how bad it is. Um, but I've gotten a couple different suggestions, like a like a compression thing that I can pull on or an ace bandage or um, KT tape, which I have KT tape at home. So why I didn't think about that beforehand? I have an ace bandage at home. Why I didn't think about that beforehand? You know, I've, I've been rest, ice and elevation is so far um, where I've been at. Um, other than that... I don't do well with like rest Mm. i feel very unproductive when i'm just resting Mm. and it's like i know i need it i know i'm being productive because of the fact that it's helping heal my body but i feel very limited in what i should be doing Mm. i should be out there doing something i should be active because you know you only have so much time on this earth Mm -hmm. but um yeah, I guess it's important to rest, too. Hmm.
0: Yeah, with the assessing the damage at um, at Big Bang, that was definitely something I was testing and checking in on occasionally. Like, how's my range of motion right now? How does this feel without the ice? Is the pain subsiding only because it, I have numbed it
1: yes. with ice?
0: Or is it actually something internal that has healed? Move, move, move. Nope, hasn't healed. Ice is going back on. I'll wait till the next one.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I've I've definitely been doing the same thing, um, even just laying down or sitting down with the foot or the leg extended. I've slowly pulled my foot back to see that how much that like strain hurts. And says nope, still hurts. Um, I feel like that's a smarter thing than to try and put weight on it, mm. because like you know, just slightly extending the muscle versus supporting all the extra weight probably not the smartest idea. Um, and then, you know, like I've, I've massaged very, very lightly around the area to try and keep the muscle relaxed and I'll find that one or two spots where it's like, yep, that's really painful. I'm not going to touch that anymore. <laughs> so,
0: um, yeah. Oop, there goes your microphone. All right, well, while you reset that, I'm going to read the next one, which is number four. We've sort of touched on this already. R-I-C-E. Rice stands for Rest, Ice, Compression, and Elevation. This is important in the initial stages to help reduce the swelling. However, do remember that swelling is a natural process that is designed to flood the injured area with lots of white blood cells and fluid to heal the injury. The fluid and swelling is designed to immobilize the joint so that you don't re-injure it. You don't actually want to remove the swelling completely, but if you have too much stagnant swelling, this can interfere with your healing and treatment later on. Rest. This is obvious. Don't continue to walk around or dance on it if it's quite sore. You want to take time out from class. Ice. It's very important that you apply ice correctly. A lot of people take one ice pack, pop it on, and leave it there for a couple of hours, and then forget about it after that. This is not what you need to do. Ideally get a fluid ice pack e.g. some ice cubes in a bag of water that will mold around the joint rather than using a hard ice pack on one part of the area. You want to apply the ice between 10 to 20 minutes depending on the size of the area and the severity of the injury. Then you want to remove it for 20 minutes before putting it back on. You want to have the ice on and off the area for the next 24 to 48 hours depending on the severity of the injury. This will allow new blood flow to keep coming into the area while preventing too much fluid from staying in the area. Compression. You can apply some compression with a gentle bandage, but make sure not to wind it up too tight. Keep an eye on your toes to make sure that they don't turn white or blue. Elevation. It's not enough to pop your foot up on a bag. Your foot should be above your knee, which is above your hip, to allow the fluid to come back down into your lymphatic system and reduce swelling. How are you doing on that?
1: I'm actually doing pretty good. Um, The current ice pack that I'm using is a comfort gel pack, which is actually really cool. It's one of my favorites. Um, I have a couple different like it. Um,
0: If they wanted to sponsor us, that'd be great. So feel free to send those checks our way.
1: I don't even know where this one's from. But uh, this one actually, you can freeze or you can actually put in the microwave for heat therapy too. Mm. Um, But because it's the gel, it never gets solid. Um, It just gets cold. Mm. So you can kind of like wrap it around the injury a little bit more, um, which helps. And then because it's the gel and it never gets solid, it's kind of like the idea of the bag of ice where um, it'll melt or it will um, become more room temperature sooner. Uh, so you're not leaving it on for two hours at a time. Mm. And then the idea is that then you have to put it back in the freezer, which is, you know, when you have the ice off and that's when you kind of like let the blood flow slowly back into your leg and you start the process all over again. Mm. Um, like I had said earlier, I'm very not good with rest. Mm. Um, I need to figure out Which uh, books are on my to-read list Or which little crafty projects I've been uh, putting off Because I'd rather be dancing Um, Something to that extent To Mm. keep me busy Friends Uh,
0: to have coffee with Who don't mind driving to you
1: (laughs) I have a lot of good friends That have already offered to come see me Which is Mm -hmm. nice I love you guys, thank you Mm -hmm. Um, Like I had mentioned The compression bit I'm going to be looking into that And what's a a safe way as to how to wrap my calf because it's not exactly like a wrist or an ankle, Mm. which I know exactly how to wrap those on humans and on animals. Mm. Um, so I have to see what the best way to compress the muscle for the calf will be. Um, and hopefully go from there and obviously elevation. I certainly elevated it last night during sleep. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not as elevated as I could be right now, but given our setup, it's not exactly the best of options.
0: Yeah. We'd have to like put the microphones above us while you look up at the ceiling.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Number five, get professional advice. I cannot stress this enough. Even if you think you've just got a normal ankle injury, it is very important to make sure it is actually a simple ankle sprain and that you have got your treatment plan on track. There are a lot of things that can make a seemingly simple injury very complicated and slow to heal and it's much better to find those out in the beginning rather than several weeks down the track. For example, with an ankle sprain, if you have a syndesmotic injury, an injury to the ligament that helps hold the two bones of the lower leg together, this must be dealt with very early. Alternatively, some people pull a little chunk of bone off the bottom of the fibula, called an avulsion fracture. And again, the earlier we know about it, the better, as the treatment for these are difficult are different to a normal ankle sprain.
1: Yeah, that's why I decided I was going to give it a day or two mm-hmm. to kind of feel out like if what I'm doing with just the ice and the elevation and the rest, if it's helping at all, and if not, then I'm going to the doctors. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm also one of those that's kind of very bad at following that kind of advice mm. of, um, well, the sooner you know, the better. Because I don't really want to go into the doctors and them tell me to elevate and ice it and stay off it
0: mm.
1: when that's what I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. Um, But I know I can't wait too long because I don't want it to be so bad that, you know, like there was some extra something that the doctors know about because they went to school for that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. um, that could have healed me faster. Mm. So.
0: Number six. Listen to the advice. <laughs> the most important thing is to actually listen to the advice. Far too many, far too often, people go to see a therapist, but then go against what the therapist asks them to do, and end up re injuring themselves. If the therapist asks you to do something that you don't want to do or don't think is right, ask them more questions about it and clarify why it is that you should be doing that. If you really insist on pushing through with a major performance, please tell them that you're going to do it, so that they can at least tape you to prevent further damage, rather than doing it behind their back. Please be honest with your therapist, as it is only then that they can help you the most. I hope that this has been helpful. Please leave a comment about how this video has helped you. And that's all specific to this particular article, which is how to treat a dance injury on the com.
1: Yeah, the listening to the advice, the hardest part I have... To the listening bit
0: mm-hmm.
1: is the staying off of it. Mm. I'm very bad at that. Once things start stop hurting in a oh, I could put weight on this, I can walk around normal. Of course I could dance at full capacity. That's not the case. <laughs> um, that's also why like they like doctors recommend like certain things like in antibiotics, you take all of it mm. even if you start feeling better. Mm-hmm. There's a reason for that. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with the rest. Stay off it. Mm-hmm. There's a reason for that. So I'm trying to listen this time. We'll see what happens in a couple days.
0: This is how we <laughs> grow. <laughs> All <right>. Adult
1: choices! <laughs> Yay! All
0: right. So, we have a brief musical dance break. If you would like to do this dance wherever you are in the world we're going to be playing the track Boomerang by Kelsey Ballerini um, to which there is a dance called Boomerang by Cat Painter I think we played this last week and it may have come through a little (laughs) audio-listically challenged it was kind of glitchy from the sound of it so we're going to give that another try this week and then after the dance break we have another article sort of on a, a different lighter note Uh, This one is called Six Places to Practice Outside of Dance Class. So we'll get to that article in just a moment. In the meantime, here is a bit of music for your day.